Greetings, everyone. This is Terry, naturally, with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. And we're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And why are we here? Well, we are here primarily for you. All the information that we are sharing with you, we already have and we already know. And many of us, myself included, uses all this information in some way or another to become healthier. I think that's why you may listen, because you are challenged with some condition that makes you unhealthy, and you want to be more healthy. You want to have more energy, less fatigue and exhaustion. You want to get rid of what? Fibromyalgia, arthritis, and even cancer. Nutrition plays a part in every one of our diseases. It's the foundation of our health. Food is our best medicine. The most powerful medicine in the world that is all natural, that is practically free compared to drugs, synthetic drugs, and it's easy to access. And the medicine I'm talking about is your food. The food that we eat every day either plays a part in our good health or deteriorating our good health into disease. 98% of all diseases today are caused by our choices. Can you? Would you ever have thought about that a year ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, that we would be saying that all of our diseases, heart disease, arthritis, type 2 diabetes, type 1 diabetes, all the diseases are influenced by our choices. Whatever we choose has an impact and an influence, a consequences on our health. So we can make changes that then will make changes in our health. If you want to be well, if you want to be very healthy, or more healthy, and I believe everybody, no matter how old you are, or what condition you are being challenged with, can be reversed or prevented in the first place, that you would not be dealing with the problem now, because if you ate in such a way to make your body healthier, you would prevent many of the conditions that you may be taking drugs for today. So we are here sharing information with you. And information is free. And you can use it as you choose. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you that what you may be able to do if you want to. You have to want to. 
You have to make some sacrifice. You can't take drugs and expect to be healthy. Drugs don't make us healthy. Doctors don't teach us how to be healthy. It's up to you, up to me, to decide how well do we want to be? How healthy do we want to be? And all of us will, be, will have a different impact on our health because we are all are different. We are all struggling with different kinds of conditions. We all improve or deteriorate at different rates. And it depends on how serious and how disciplined we are to stay on a change that will bring us better health. No one but you and I can influence our health or improve our health and, yes, deteriorate our health. What we do makes a huge difference. So we can make changes that will bring about a reversal of our diseases, the changing of our condition. So we are here just to share a variety of topics that you may use a natural course to get better, to get in a better health. <clears throat> Excuse me, to get in better health. It's not easy because we have been so brainwashed as to what to eat. And many, many, many people are hooked on sugar. Sugar is one of the most damaging, I guess I will call it a food because it's in our food, but it is not a food. It's an additive. We don't need to eat refined sugar. And we are overeating all kinds of sugar. There are various kinds of sugar. Sucrose, glucose, fructose, maltodextrin. There are all kinds of sugars. So we need to eliminate sugar if we want it to be healthier. Sugar is the most toxic element to the aging process. We're all going to get older. We're all going to age at a different rate. Some people look great at 80. Some people at 40 look terrible. I just saw a picture of a beautiful, beautiful young lady. A friend of mine, mine sent it to me. She's a beautiful lady. But her diet is horrible. And she's on drugs. It did not look like the same person. She looks 30, 40 years older. Now, I'm not saying just because you don't take drugs. Food is a drug. And sugar is, a, is the most damaging of all foods. It is a drug. It's addictive. It is more addictive than cocaine. And it accelerates the body's aging process. Sugar links to proteins in collagen and elastin. 
and it causes our skin and tissues of the heart, of other organs and glands, to accelerate in the process of aging. So somebody might be 40, but because they've done so much damage with food and burning the candle at both ends, they look much, much older and feel terrible. But people that have taken very good care of themselves at 80 feel fantastic. And they do wonderful things with their life, even at 80. And then there are people that can't hardly get around at 40 or 50. Now, I knew a gentleman who drank, now this is the truth, drank two six-packs of Mountain Dew a day. He had a heart attack in his mid-50s. Now, can I say that the Mountain Dew killed him? I'm sure it contributed to his heart disease. But I have no proof of that. But I, in my mind, I believe it made a huge difference in the health of his body. And we can make changes in a short period of time. I've seen people turn their lives around in 90 days or less when they've abused their body for decades. So don't give up. If you're unhealthy, I don't care what the condition is. I've even seen people turn around cancer in a very short period of time. But in most cases, they don't believe that diet will help because their doctors have told them that. Diet has nothing to do with cancer. Diet has nothing to do with cholesterol. Diet has nothing to do with triglycerides. And on and on and on. Doctors are so ignorant of the fact of nutrition and health that they think drugs are the answer for, for health. They're brainwashed. And they're prescribing drugs in the place of having people understand that nutrition and our choices makes a difference. It has a huge impact. So today we'll share with you a variety of topics that you may also include along with maybe your change of diet. And I guess, by the way, what would I change in my diet? Well, first of all, absolutely no sugar. No sugar. No soft drinks. Sugar-free or with sugar. They're both as bad. And don't then jump to juice for your sugar. Juice is loaded with sugar. If you want a piece of fruit, eat it. And try to eat low-sugar fruits. But when you eat a fruit, like an apple or an orange, you're pretty much satisfied. But a glass of juice could be as much as eight or ten pieces of that fruit. So you're getting all the sugar and no fiber, which then allows the sugar to be rapidly taken up into the bloodstream, and then you have high blood sugar. They call that type 2 diabetes. It is not. You have just too much sugar in your bloodstream. 
And where does that come from? Because you're eating all of it. You are not a diabetic. Diabetes type 2 is optional. If you want it, you can get it. Eat a lot of sugar. If you don't want it, then don't eat any sugar. Get off the drugs. Now, I'm not saying go off your drug. That's up to you and your doctor. But you can get off the drugs. Get rid of the sugar and lower your carbohydrates. In this day and age, we need to reduce carbohydrates. When we were so brainwashed that fats were bad for us, everybody went on a low-fat diet or no fats. So what is left? Nothing but carbohydrates. Bread, pasta, cakes, pies, cake, pretzels, whatever. All the grains and the flour from grains are carbohydrates, starches. And all those vegetables that that grow below the ground, like potatoes, they're a high-starch food that converts to sugar. White potatoes convert to sugar so fast, it's worse than a candy bar. Lower your carbohydrates, I would say, down to at least 75 grams of carbohydrates per day. Include high protein and many good quality fats and plenty, lots and lots and lots of fats. Fats are the most nutritious for our body and carbohydrates are not. And in the American diet, all the carbohydrates have been refined and processed. All the nutrients have been removed. All the fiber has been removed. So basically, we're just getting more sugar because all carbohydrates have to convert in the body to sugar for it to be utilized in the body. So the American diet is a high-carbohydrate diet. And it should be a high-protein, high-fat diet, not carbohydrates. And then if you need some supplements, add supplements to fill in the gap for the food that we're eating that may not be as nutritious as it was 50 to 100 years ago. In some fruits, it has been shown that we would have to eat eight times as much fruit per day as our grandparents ate or great-grandparents ate because our food today is not nutritious anymore. It's not grown for nutrition. It's grown for profit. And the changing of our food, genetically modified, changes the structure of our food. Apples now are not grown for nutrition. They're grown so they don't bruise easily. So they stay on the shelf longer. So they don't spoil as easy. So they don't brown as easy. It's all based on money, not based on our health. So what are some of our topics today? Well, we're going to talk about berberine. That is B-E-R-B-E-R-I-N-E, berberine. We'll talk about that, and that is an alkaloid that you may want to know more about in terms of your health. And why are young adults 
now struggling with late-stage colon cancer. And what do you do when you feel yucky? Is there a better solution for when you feel punky, yucky, just out of sorts? And body fat, that fat, that, no, fat, I don't care how much fat you carry, all fat is bad. Doesn't come from eating fat, it comes from eating carbohydrates and sugar that converts to fat and stored on our bodies. We don't need that much fat. Eating more fat will reduce your body fat. Fat is so much better than carbohydrates and sugar. But I'm talking about healthy fats. There are bad fats too. All those fats that are considered vegetable fats, when in reality they are not vegetables. They're either grain, bean, or nut oils. And they're not healthy for us. Olive oil is the medicine of choice. But bad fat is bad for your brain. And body fat is bad for your brain. And new studies now show how to get rid of it. As we talked about aging, we'll talk about why aging is so painful. And in all cases, when you're shopping, It's buyer beware. And we'll talk about that as well. So we have a whole lineup of products to talk about and topics. Have you heard about metabolic syndrome? What is metabolic syndrome? Well, it's a class of conditions, several conditions like six or seven conditions that affect your body. Now, you may have all of them or some of them. Metabolic syndrome. When you have high blood pressure, high LDL cholesterol and triglycerides, LDL is the bad so-called cholesterol, And if you have a low good cholesterol level, the HDL, and especially if you're obese and you have abdominal obesity, especially the spare tire in men and the belly fat in women, and you are either a pre-diabetic or a type 2 diabetic. Both are based on insulin resistance. They are truly not diabetes. Believe me, as many times as I said this, there is no such thing as type 2 diabetes. It's a name given to a class of conditions, especially the doctor finding that the individual that they're testing has high blood sugar. Obviously, all Americans eat too much sugar. 
Where's it going to go? It goes in the bloodstream. So what? It isn't diabetes. We have so much sugar that it overwhelms the level of insulin that is produced. And then these cells have what is called insulin resistance. All these conditions I just mentioned make up what we call metabolic syndrome, which significantly increases the risk of type 2 diabetes, heart disease, stroke, and cancer. And almost one million of U.S. adults have metabolic syndrome. A hundred million people have a condition that they should not have to challenge, be challenged with because it is brought about by our diet and the way we live. So there is a herb called berberine. Berberine comes from a variety of plants. It's an alkaloid. It's a compound found in the bark, leaves, the root of the plant, twigs, stems of several plants, several herbs. One is called Indian barberry. Another is called golden seal. And a third is called Oregon grape. Especially these three herbs contain a yellowish colored alkaloid that's extracted from the various parts of the plant that I already mentioned. And it's been used medicinally for over 2,000 years. And some of the modern research today now has focused on reducing inflammation, reducing metabolic, metabolic syndrome. So those people that are struggling with high blood sugar, high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, or any of the other ones I, I already mentioned, such as overweight, and all these conditions that high triglyceride levels, high LDL cholesterol, and low good cholesterol levels, all of these conditions are the result of metabolic syndrome. And berberine can manage all these metabolic syndrome conditions. Now here is a small study that was done with berberine. 24 people with metabolic syndrome based on this study received 500 milligrams of berberine three times daily or a placebo for three months. And the results of this study basically and statistically, significantly reduce the BMI, the body weight structure, fat, waist size, and glucose levels, blood sugar levels, 
plus a 42% reduction in triglycerides, a 6% reduction in blood pressure, and a 20% reduction in insulin resistance. Here are some more clinical research on berberine. It lowered blood sugar as effectively, lowered blood sugar as effectively as prescription drug treatment without any side effects, where the drug treatment has side effects. Patients with type 2 diabetes reduced their fasting blood glucose by 26% with berberine versus 30% with metformin. So pretty much the same, but no side effects from the herbal compound, berberine. Berberine lowered the A1C levels by 18% versus 23% for metformin. But also, berberine reduced triglycerides by 18% versus only 6% in the metformin group. Now, We can't just take pills. This is my belief. Whether you take drugs or natural supplements, you can't take either of them and continue with a bad diet. The bad diet is making the condition. You don't want to keep continuing to make the same condition and trying to take a drug or a natural supplement to change it. The combination is so superior. So when combined with diet, which I already alluded to in the beginning of the program, what type of diet, it's actually the ketogenic diet. Go to the website, ketodietresource.com, ketogenic diet resource or dietdoctor.com. They'll give you an idea of how you can change your life. And if you've tried losing weight and never have been successful, it's because you're eating the same food that made you fat, but only you're eating less of it, hopefully to make you thin, not going to work. So don't go anywhere, don't go, don't go away anywhere. Because I'm going to be here, just come back here with Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. We're going to tell you a lot more about berberine and what you should know and how to lower blood pressure right after this. Welcome back, my friends. We're here with TerryTalksNutrition.com. I'm Terry Naturally, and we're here discussing the benefits of diet and berberine in lowering your triglycerides, lowering your blood pressure, lowering your cardiovascular disease, and eliminating type 2 diabetes. So diet, the foundation of our health, is diet. 
And I don't, I don't mean dieting. I mean what you eat. When combined with what you eat, and hopefully, good Lord, that you're eating a ketogenic diet or very similar to it, at least a low-carb diet. You can have plenty of protein. You don't walk away from the table hungry. You don't have to deny yourself any of the food that you're allowed to eat on the ketogenic diet. Eat to your fill. Eat to your full. Eat to your overfull. You can't, you can't overeat of fat and protein. They're not harmful to your body. Neither of them. And then when you add berberine, which was shown to lower blood pressure more effectively than lifestyle alone or placebo. So why would you want to use berberine? Well, first of all, it controls metabolic syndrome, which we already explained. It reduces fatty liver, diabetes, Alzheimer's disease and dementia, rheumatoid arthritis, cancer. Now, the dosage that was used in the study was 500 milligrams three times daily. And the dosage had to be very high, that's 1,500 milligrams daily, because the alkaloid is very difficult to be absorbed systemically. It doesn't get into the bloodstream where it would be allowed to circulate throughout the body to the cellular level. So they had to use a very high level. So the problem with many of these natural compounds, as well as drugs, they're not absorbed easily. So 30, 40 years ago, a compound was discovered from plant starch, a vegetable, that when combined with the active ingredient could increase the absorption anywhere from 10 to 18 times. So rather than using 500 milligrams three times daily, if you find a product of 250 milligrams of berberine attached to a compound to boost absorption. You just need one a day. And it's equal to far more than 500 milligrams three times daily, but it's entirely absorbed because of this very special starch compound that allows it to be absorbed more systemically. So you need just one daily. This is such a sad thing. Young adults with late-stage colon cancer. More young people are getting cancer. Children. We're aging faster. That's what I was talking about in the earlier part of the program. Our bodies are aging faster. We have been hooked on sugar for about 60, 70 years. In the early 1900s, sugar on the average 
was consumed by individuals about four to six pounds of sugar per year. This is on a national average. How much sugar is consumed in the United States divided by the population? Four to six pounds of sugar per year. And now it is approaching 250 pounds of sugar per individual per year. And I know many of you listening don't eat sugar. I don't eat any sugar at all. Whatever I eat has no sugar in it. So somebody on a national average is eating your sugar, my sugar. So they could be up to 300 pounds of sugar. Sugar accelerates the aging process of the body. That's why children today have cancer. Children eat so much sugar. Because when the time by the by the time that the manufacturers make cereal, it'd be like cardboard. So then they have to jazz it up with sugar and artificial flavoring, artificial coloring, and everything else to make it taste good. Sugar, 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 sugar. Everything. Coffee drinks, 14 teaspoons of sugar. Orange juice, 14 teaspoons in a glass of orange juice. Sugar everywhere. It accelerates the body's aging process. So researchers looked at the incident of late-stage colorectal cancer in over 100,000 people, beautiful study, large population study, for over a period of 16 years. Now that's a good study. Enough people to get a good analytical statistic and over 16 years. Now, the greatest increase in colon cancer occurred in the 30 to 39-year-old age bracket. Yes, we are getting older. That 30 to 39-year-old, biologically, yeah, I know the numbers are there, 30, 39, but biologically, that person's body could be 80, 90 years old. Colon cancer cases have increased 49% over the study period. So in 16 years, from the beginning of the study to the end of the study, those in the study increased colon cancer by 49%. Rectal cancer in the bracket of 20, 29-year-olds. In the same period of time, 16 years, increased 133%. Good Lord. They found that younger people were more likely to be diagnosed with cancer and when cancer was advanced and more difficult to treat successfully because nobody expected that a 20 to 29-year-old or a 30 to 39-year-old should be monitored for cancer. Oh, I'm healthy. I'm only 30 years old. I'm young. Inside, 
you're probably 80 years old. So biologically, you are aging so fast that you are just getting cancer earlier. So what can we do? Well, what can we do for reducing colon cancer? It's obvious. Change the diet. Sugar is what feeds cancer cells. Cancer cells thrive on sugar. But one of the most powerful natural medicines to treat colon cancer, well, there's actually there's four. From the various research studies I've seen from New City of Hope Cancer Research Center in Pasadena, California, outside of Los Angeles, there's four that are very, very powerful for treating colon cancer. One is curcumin. Grapeseed extract is more effective than curcumin. Melatonin. Oh, you just thought that was for sleep? No. It was more effective than curcumin and grapeseed for treating and curing colon cancer. But the king of treatment is andrographis. But the best effect was a combination of melatonin and andrographis treating colon cancer tumor cells reduced the size of those tumors 90% in 14 days. And the same study was done with three different cancer drugs, and they reduced the size of the tumors less than 10% in 14 days. But now, curcumin and andrographis together would be a powerhouse for not only cancer, but every condition in the body. Curcumin works on many more pathways than andrographis. Andrographis works on less pathways, but much, much, much more powerful than curcumin. And curcumin has also a a wonderful function. It has a triple effect against colon cancer. It protects against cancer cell formation in the presence of carcinogens like smoking, like like pollution, radiation. It inhibits proteins which cause cancer progression. And it causes colon cancer cells to destruct, self-destruct. And in a preclinical test, curcumin enhanced the effects of chemotherapy drugs making them more effective against cancer cells. Curcumin was able to induce cell death in colon cancer cells that were resistant to the chemotherapeutic drugs. Curcumin also killed colon cancer stem cells. So what this means is less of a toxic cancer drug, much less 
of a cancer drug is needed for beneficial effects. There is less risk of adverse effects or cancer reoccurrence. I know so many people that I have met who are struggling with cancer and want to know where I would suggest they learn more about how to treat themselves along with their chemotherapeutic drugs or not if they choose not to. But many doctors have no idea the effects of curcumin, melatonin, grapeseed extract, or andrographis. They never even heard probably the word andrographis. So I, you know, I get it. When you don't understand something, you don't want to be associated with it, right? If, if you ask me a question and I have no idea how to answer it, I don't know. I just say, I don't know. I don't want you, to, I don't want to be associated with it. So doctors say, don't take anything that's natural or an herb or diet. Don't change anything. Don't take these supplements with these drugs. And yet it's been tested over and over and over again that good, high-quality, scientifically studied compounds like andrographis, melatonin, can cause less need of drugs, lower them significantly, and still have beneficial effects, and far less toxicity and side effects. Doctors don't know that. So they do have a good intentions of not wanting you to take something when they don't know anything about it. They're afraid of, of pushback from the AMA. If you want to know more about that, there are many good studies that I can refer you to that shows that when these, when certain types of cancer have chemo resistance, when the drugs no longer are able to work, or stronger drugs have to be used, or more drugs, or more combination of drugs, like a polypharmacy, or a cocktail of drugs, that these natural compounds can reduce the needs for some of these toxic elements. Now, what do you do when you feel yucky? You get up in the morning, you have a scratchy, sore throat, you have a headache, oh, you're just tired, you don't want to get out of bed, your nose is dripping, you have a cough, Maybe you have a viral infection. Maybe you have COVID-19. So what do you do? Is there a solution? And I believe there is. I've seen it happen over and over and over again. When somebody gets up in the morning or even towards evening, 
they start getting a sore throat or it's scratchy, headache, fatigue, whatever it might be. There is a simple solution. Number one, zinc. And other nutrients that block the virus uptake. The virus wants to get inside your cell and stay there and replicate and mutate. That's where other strains come from, from sick people's cells, that when they take up the virus in their cell, and without having the right nutrients, not the right drugs, not the right vaccines, but the right nutrients, the virus turns virulent and becomes a killer. Now it's spewed out from that individual, and that strain goes someplace else. And it takes up in another individual. So what I like to do for myself, if I feel that way, you know, I fly all over the country, fly all over the world. Uh, I'll be off on the road for two weeks doing lectures and, and workshops and doing tours through stores. I meet a lot of people. I'll probably meet three, 400 people in lecturing and workshops. And, you know, I, I have to protect myself too. I want my immune system to be healthy. That's the best vaccine you can get, your own immune system. So four times a day, if I feel punky, yucky, I just, well, you get that feeling, feels like I'm going to come down with something. We're all in that situation. But we can strengthen our immune system and beat the effect of a viral infection. So I take a combination of zinc, elderberry, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D3, vitamin E, calcium lactate, magnesium, selenium, and bioflavonoids. That's a very effective formulation, very effective combination of nutrients to beat back the virus. Then I take three times a day 400 milligrams of andrographis, one of the most powerful antiviral herbs in the world. And it's standardized to 80 milligrams of the key compounds of andrographis called andrographolides. These andrographolides are antiviral. Whether it be cold or flu or COVID-19 or any other viral infection. Very powerful. Also improves liver function and almost improves every metabolic function of our body. It's the best tune-up tonic for your body. And a graphics. I take 400 milligrams three times a day, which has been standardized to contain 80 milligrams of the endographolides. Now let's talk about that body fat, that spare tire. You're not out of just you're just not out of shape. Fat means you are laying yourself up for a lot of complications in the future. Body fat is its own 
metabolic function. Actually, it emits more estrogen, more bad hormones, causes more cancer, heart disease, and many of our other unhealthy conditions. And now we know that body fat is bad for your brain. A new study shows how to get rid of it. So as your body fat ages your brain, researchers collected data from over 9,000 adults measuring the visceral fat, that fat that's in the abdomen, the pot belly, the apple belly, the pear belly, body fat, while assessing the mental function of the individual. And the results, when we have high amounts of visceral fat, the most damaging fat that we have stored in our body, when that visceral fat was associated with reduced mental function scores, this is fat. Fat has an effect on every one of your metabolic functions. So when you have high amounts of visceral fat, it was associated with reduced mental function scores. Just being fat, you can't think, you don't think as well. We are hit from every side when we are over fat. Think about when we're obese. And those with the highest amounts of visceral fat, aging process, effectively had brains three years older than people with the lowest amount of visceral fat. Fat and sugar, but sugar causes fat, ages their body. Every function of our body. Some worse than others. Every point increase in visceral fat effectively ages your brain another year. So why, why is this? Well, visceral, visceral fat is not only changing your hormonal effects of your body, but fat, all fat, wherever it is. When you can pick it up and your, pinch it with your fingers, oh, and grab it with your hands, that fat is inflammatory. And you wonder why we are inflamed you wonder why we have chronic inflammation? You wonder why we hurt? You wonder why we have heart disease? You wonder why we have arthritis? You wonder why we have pain? Why we have headaches? All inflammation. 98% of all disease has the root cause based on inflammation. Get rid of all the inflammation and your body will heal. How do you get rid of all the inflammation? Change your diet. Get on the ketogenic diet or very similar. Get rid of all the sugar and reduce the carbohydrates drastically. And any carbohydrates should only come from low sugar fruit and vegetables. So visceral fat is inflammatory. And it, and it inflames the brain, causing damage to the brain. When you have cells that die and are destroyed 
and damaged by inflammation, the brain suffers. Now scientists are believing that the inflammatory process of the brain could ultimately, ultimately affect all the neural diseases, Parkinson's, MS, ALS, and Alzheimer's disease, and all as well as the rest of the body, of course. You can't have inflammation in the brain and not have it everywhere else as well. So here's the best diet. We talk about diet because it is the foundation of our health. 91 overweight men and women were randomly assigned to one of four groups. One group was assigned what we call HIIT exercise, high-intensity exercise. A low-carb, high-fat diet. The other group was both exercise and diet or just a control meaning no change to the diet or exercise. So they had four groups of people. Results after 12 weeks. The high-intensity exercise alone improved fitness but did not significantly decrease belly fat. You want to get rid of belly fat, ladies or men? However, the diet and the diet plus exercise group had up to a 23% reduction in belly fat. So the results were better for reducing body fat than following a low-fat diet. Eat a high-fat diet, the ketogenic diet, and get some exercise. That's a winning solution. Doesn't cost you any more and you don't have to worry about side effects of drugs or toxicity of drugs or the cost of drugs. You are in control. You are the one that can make the biggest change in your health. And you are the one, if you have lost your health, you have lost it along the way, but you have the wrong choices. Unfortunately, we're not all aware of that. Some people don't know that we can make changes so easily. So with that, my friends, I'm all out of time. I'll be back here tomorrow, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. Say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. And God bless you, my friends. And God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.